Welcome to another truck cast. I think this is truck cast number 11, 12, 13, something like that. Anyway, just wanted to get something out to you guys. Uh, got some new changes coming, some new stuff I'm pretty excited about. Just keep everybody updated. Uh, but first and foremost, shout out to Rope on Sniper's Hide. Don't even know your name, but he commented in the Just Epson podcast thread on Sniper's Hide saying that uh, I helped sell him on buying an Axeer National Rifle. That uh, he never got behind one, but my podcast, whatever whatever one or ones it was that sent him over the edge, uh, he made the plunge. Uh, he's out in Alaska, and he's excited about it. Um, so kudos to you, bud. Welcome to the fold. Um, yeah, get ready to spend some money on anything related to Axe International because <laughs> nothing is, is cheap uh, when talking about AI. Uh, we'll get yourself uh, actually Obsession chassis if you plan on doing any competition shooting. Or, I mean, honestly, I mean, hey, run it with no uh, no weights or whatever, and it's still a good... I mean, you're, not, you're in Alaska. I know you're a hunter. Um, I mean, shit. If I felt like I want to take all the weights out of mine... Oh, shit. I thought about taking mine. I'm in East North Carolina. We don't trek with our rifles we walk from the truck into the woods to the deer stand or box stand or whatever and, you know and that's about it we're not doing any three mile hikes you know in the mountains or anything like that like you do out west so i mean i don't know what your hunting is like in alaska but yeah i would definitely still still get a an accuracy obsession vision chassis because uh i mean it just it's more streamline it's got your built-in arca rail all the way out no no picatinny uh needed um all this stuff put your bipod wherever you want it i mean if i sold you on an ai hopefully i can you take my opinion and and trust my word you, you'll enjoy that as well um but we're going to get into the vision stuff here in a second um i did just on a whim i i had i was not even really looking I, was, I don't need it. I don't know really why I bought it. But I got a Night Force 7 35 And got a really good deal on it. So I couldn't pass it up. That was I think that might have been the biggest thing. The deal I got on it, I, I, I couldn't let it go by. I mean, I love my Minox. I mean, it's glass is impeccable. The MR4 is my favorite reticle. I mean, it tracks. It's, uh, I mean, I love it. It's, it looks good. I mean, everything, there's nothing I don't like about the mine. Well, I won't go that far. The only thing I don't like about it, which is definitely not a deal breaker, is, it's, and this is picking hairs. You know, this is not a big deal. But me, me and CL have talked about it because he, he, it's what the first thing he picked up on when he shot my scope. And the, the really only thing he wasn't a fan of, which was, the parallax knob it's a it's 180 degree rotation which sounds great but it is very it, you you got to fine tune it it's a very small window of where it is now it's it, i don't know if this is counterintuitive to each other or not basically one little adjustment on the on the knob then you're out of focus 
right? It's like very sensitive. It doesn't have a long range of motion like some, or like the, like the Night Force does, or other scopes have a real long uh, range of motion and turning like probably 540 degrees uh, sometimes uh, of parallax adjustment. But uh, the good thing about the Minox is with the parallax is I, I have two settings on my, like, so what I did was, if you've never seen a Minox uh, parallax knob, so at the very short end, it's the, uh, it's like a, a right angled triangle, like, right, goes really narrow up top and widens out as you go further out on the parallax, like to the to infinity, it would be at the base of the triangle, and then it would be at the very, very tip of the triangle, uh, the very top where it's very narrow is where the uh, you know, the shorter range would be. Uh, which, great, fine. But the thing is, like, if you, I, I took a, a white strip of tape and went, put it on the parallax knob, and then I went to 100 yards, and then I marked it and wrote 100. That's where it is, that's where it's good at 100. And then, uh, 500. I got it to 500 yards and marked that. And then, honestly, from what I have shot, if I'm at 100 and put it on 100, I'm good. If I'm out past 100 or 500 or even a little bit in from 500, it's good there too. So I have two. So it's not a big deal. It's just if you're fucking with it, it's like you turn it just a hair. Like whoa, that's that's off. But the the your image from on the what my 500 yard adjustment is from from say 400 out to a thousand or actually beyond is fine it, it's all clear i don't have to adjust anything so that but it's like i said i'm picking i'm, I'm splitting hairs here and uh so but you know the night force it is um, this is my fourth night force and the only one I kicked myself in the ass for selling was my first Night Force, which was the 3-15 NXS F1, the first buckle plane. They only made X amount of them, uh, and they don't make them anymore. And that was a really cool scope, but I got rid of it. Uh, but I know the guy, uh, Craig Osborne, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, he's uh, Craig OS on uh, Sniper's Hide. Uh, we became friends since then. Uh, he's the type of guys like, hey, if you ever want it back, let me know and I'll sell it back to you. So I'm hoping he still has it because if the time comes around the film frog and I want that 3 to 15 back, then I might take him up on that. Um, then I had a, a 5 to 25 attacker that uh, with the trimmer 3 reticle, which at the time I didn't know any better when I got it fuck that reticle that reticle sucks dick it's way too cluttered way too much going on and the speed dot shit it works sometimes uh the the wind dots i should say uh they don't work all the time in certain situations and stuff like that i just i fucking hate trimmer reticles i honestly am not a fan of anything horus i mean honestly the, the only horus one that i could i think really get behind and and be i wouldn't be happy with it but i could manage it would be the h59 that's probably the only one if i'm remembering correctly that that's the one um but 
the biggest thing was it was not illuminated and i actually took that rifle and that scope on a hunt in kentucky um, i got a whitetail heaven outfitters in uh, nicholasville kentucky and first light day one i had i mean literally like within a minute of legal shooting light i could see the deer it was a probably 150 class eight pointer which is a big ass it's a big eight pointer i mean 150 inches and in, with eight points main you know uh a typical eight pointer that's a big deer and he was chocolate horned which is not necessarily common for the kentucky area uh typically you'll see deer with those chocolate horns be up there like canada and, and up north uh, michigan alberta stuff like that because of really the trees that they have that they're rubbing on and kentucky i'm not saying you it's it was one in a million but it, they're, it's not as common in kentucky to have that chocolate rack but a uh, gorgeous deer and i could see him clear as day but if you recall the trimmer three and the attackers the 525s at least were not illuminated so i could see the buck i could not see my reticle and i'm not there to go and take a chance and wound a deer um so i didn't get the shot he was out of my life before i could could see my reticle and then uh never saw him again he was the the only shooter deer that I saw that weekend, uh, well, three or four days that I hunted, uh, we had a little bit of a warm front roll through to kind of mess things up a little bit. But uh, then, so I said there, literally, as soon as that deer walked out, I, I mean, I'm in, a, I'm in a box stand. And I said out loud to myself in the box stand in central Kentucky, I said, as soon as I get home, this motherfucker is gone. So I listed it on Sniper's Hide for trade. I, I love the scope. I just hated that it, well, I didn't really like that reticle. And then I didn't like that it wasn't illuminated. Uh, so I said, I want to trade it for another attacker. Millar is fine. If you remember, obviously anything Horus or you know any of the trimmer reticles, they had a little bit of an upcharge because of licensing for that reticle so they're more expensive and the mill r's were obviously cheaper so somebody jumped on it real quick like hey i got a mill r right here in the box brand new that i'll trade you i was like i'm taking a bath on it but fuck it i want another scope i want this one gone now within three days of getting back to north carolina that scope was off my rifle and on its way where the fuck it went so then i had the mill r and uh i sold it when I got picked up by Night Force. I mean, not Night Force, by Vortex. And so that was the last uh, Night Force that I had until now. I've had time behind uh, CL and Jeff. They both have uh, 7 or 35s. And I spent some time behind theirs with the uh, Mill XT reticle. And I, and I actually, I really like that reticle. That's kind of what it's like if the mill c and the h59 had a love child but less busy a watered down h59 so it's not it's not too busy uh i, I really don't think so some people 
may think it is and they want to stick with the mill C or maybe even the mill R reticle but you know if you're going to go the Christmas tree reticle it's it's not I mean I guess everybody's opinions are, are just that they're their opinions uh, to me I like a little bit simpler reticle I like to be able to see the splash and the dirt and, and stuff like that around my my target if I miss and I the the mills uh, the uh, excuse me the mill XT doesn't obscure that so couple that with uh, the ARC embrace uh, scope mount that uh, I've been told by a little birdie that Santa Claus will be leaving under the tree for me this this Christmas that that will be the pairing that gets put on the rifle and I mean who knows I may get behind it shoot a match I know I'm gonna shoot the frontline fury with it I may be like you know what I like the Minox better and sell the night force I might think hey I really like this night force and I think I can liquidate that Minox to do this or that with I might do that or I might just say fuck it and throw it on one of my hunt rifles. So probably my Tika six screen more and take that Athlon Cronus BTR off and maybe throw it on my 300 wind mag that doesn't have a scope right now. But I do know that I do want a Vortex uh, Razor LHT, uh, uh, was it four to 22, I believe that is. I do want that to eventually make its way. I want, I'm gonna buy one and I do wanna put it on my Tika. So what may happen, depending on how much more, assuming I like it better than the Minox, the Night Force better than the Minox, I might be selling the Minox and, you know, buying one or two of those Vortexes and, uh, and let someone else enjoy that Minox uh, for a match rifle because, I mean, now I will say this, Minox is one of, if not the authority on low light transmission scopes. I mean, you can talk to uh, Koshkin on uh, the Dark Lord of Optics, he talks about, uh, he's said in multiple times on uh, Sniper's Hide Threads and, you know, in the video he did a comparison of a bunch of high-end optics, talked about how great the low-light transmission is on that Minox. And I've kind of messed with it as far as looking out. It's not on a hunt rifle, it's on my AI right now. Uh, but I have kind of looked through my window, my reloading room, late in the evenings, uh, with the Minox and it looked I mean stuff looked great definitely was a definitely a, a uh, improvement from the Athlon Kronos BTR I've got sitting on it but on my Tika but uh, either way it's not it's a long scope it's just it doesn't really fit on a six Creedmoor hunting rifle you know what I'm saying if this was some big 338 edge for a big elk rifle or elk long range rifle or something like that you know yeah maybe it would make sense then but it really it really doesn't make sense on a little six cream mortica in my opinion either way it doesn't matter but i am excited about the arc uh embrace mount because he has the bridge for a, a weapons mounted laser range finder with a picatinny rail on top of it i don't have a uh weapons mounted LRF but I do plan on he, he is planning on releasing a bridge that's drilled for a an RMR a red dot and I do want to put one of those on my scope just to help speed up target acquisition 
you know, and positional stuff. Have that on the top of the rifle, put that dot on the target, look down in the scope. My crosshairs are right there on or near the target. Uh, you know, I've actually been looking into a lot. You know, I've, I think I mentioned it on a podcast before maybe, but I've not made fun of, but I've kind of made fun of people who have those on their rifle. And I'm like, what the fuck you got a red dot on your scope for? I mean, it isn't that hard to, to find your targets and... I mean, you're not going to, like, zero the red dot for a close quarters combat on your fucking match rifle. Uh, but, you know, looking at it more and talking to more people that have got them, maybe they're onto something, and I'm the asshole. So, and I'm okay with admitting to being an asshole. So, it's, it's okay with me. I don't mind being wrong. I'm the first one to admit when I'm wrong. Or, if I put a red dot on my scope, I'm like, holy shit, I should have been doing this this whole time. I'm going to be the first one to tell you that... It, I'm the idiot, and I should have been doing it instead of talking shit about the ones that are doing it that, that already have one on. I'm just late to the party, so uh, I'm really excited about that mount, and most excited for I've got my AI right now broke completely down and boxed up. It is headed to Florida to GCP, and it's getting a production accuracy obsession vision chassis. And it is uh, getting the full-length rail that I've been lusting over and wanting uh, one for my prototype that will never come. And now it's just, it's happening. I'm biting the bullet. I'm buying the chassis. I'm, it's not being given to me. I am buying it. And I don't, I mean, I imagine I'm paying retail for it. So do I'm doing the long, the long, uh, excuse me, full enclosed rail. I'm also doing the short, night vision bridge uh, I'm doing both if I if I want to do that switch it up whatever and it's getting a paint job the whole rifle is getting seracoded buttstock everything and I'm not going to spoil anything but it's going to look fucking D cups uh, it's, it's going to be pretty sweet because it's not going to be just like a solid color it's got some cool shit and I don't think it's going to it's not loud and like super matchy, you know what I'm saying? Competition rifle-y, a pink and green and purple, orange, blue. No, it's it's going to keep its roots to where it will definitely pass as a battle rifle. Uh, not that it'll ever see battle, but hey, it's what it's meant to be. And that's what it, it will continue that spirit of being a battle rifle. But it'll still look kick-ass as shit, so... I'm just I'm just putting this out there. I think I'm gonna have the the dopest looking AI out there. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm going record. I'm going to record and say it right now. I'm feeling myself with what I've chosen to do, and I'm I really feel like it's gonna be the dopest AI out there. And it won't happen right when I get my rifle back, but shortly after something else pretty big is gonna happen, uh, a change, and um super boosted about it and you guys are going to probably hear about it the whole thing on the just F Incident podcast some of you may be able to guess it you might not but either way look for maybe earliest end of february latest beginning of may i that's just that's just me talking 
that's just me but i i feel like it's going to be around the end of february early part of march uh we'll have that announcement and I'll, uh we'll pictures all that shit but it's gonna be pretty kick-ass it's gonna be pretty exciting guys and a lot of you guys are gonna be happy about it a lot of you've been asking for it and i really think it's it's gonna happen so um really really excited about that um we've got the frontline fury match was it the february 20 uh like the last weekend or so in february let's see did I, shot it? did I even shoot it last year i can't remember if i shot it last year i don't remember if it was last year or year before last that it snowed it'll snow on the ground i can't remember now i'm having a brain fart i can't remember if i shot that match or not either way the last time i shot it i believe we had snow on the ground it was cold as a nickel in a well digger shirt pocket uh day one first thing in the morning i think it was like 14 15 degrees uh blowing and snow on the ground and it did warm up to like 40s i think that day the next day was like low 40s into the 50s uh which was great I was, i'll take that that's not a problem We'll see. We'll see what this this uh, frontline fury is going to be like. I'm really excited about the match. And I've got uh, Ted Hoger slash Jack Master on sniper side. Shout out to Ted. Uh, he will be uh, shooting that match with me. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not, but he messaged me a while back about me and him doing a uh, match trade. Him come here, shoot a match with me. And I go out there and shoot one with him. Uh, he gave me a list in typical Ted fashion of, of a spreadsheet of the matches that he plans on, or at least he could hit up that if I could choose. This was over like three or four states, so I mean he's he's willing to put it in put in the the travel to get me out there. So uh, big shout out to Ted. He's coming to the Frontline Fury. We're already squatted up, and he should be staying at the house and we making that hour and a half drive back and forth from frontline to my house should be a good time i'm really excited about it excited to have ted out and uh really interesting guy uh listening to him on uh the everyday sniper podcast with frank and, and reading his in-depth number shit that absolutely racks my brain and hurts because i'm just our, our brains do not operate the same our brains are not the same but I'm, I'm glad we have people like Ted to be able to nail this shit out. The, the updated Windrose, which I have one printed out and laminated in my match pack. And uh, that's courtesy of Ted. Uh, him and Frank have worked on a whole bunch of different stuff, interesting stuff. Just crunching numbers so you don't have to and making things easy whether it be weaponized math or you know between frank mark and ted and all the other other, other stuff we've got going on that they've got going on uh really cool stuff so i will definitely have at least one in-person podcast while he's here probably over beers and steaks or something like that and uh i'll, I'll plan on like everybody who comes here and stays with me uh, give them a good taste of east north carolina and taking some good barbecue and, and uh, some good North Carolina brewed beers and all that good stuff. So looking forward to that. Um, 
don't really have a whole lot planned in between now and then. If I sound like shit right now, it's because I'm just now telling the cold, no, it is not COVID. And, uh, but um, my ears are plugged. I feel like my head is in a jar, but I think I'm at the tail end of it because today was, I felt a lot better than yesterday. But, uh, what else? What else? Uh, today I met Jeff and CL out there at the range and helped them. They did the majority of it because they were working on it longer. I just showed up to help for about an hour and a half. But put up, had to put up a gate. Had to put up a gate with a lock up there at the range because apparently people have been stopping there and dumping trash off a trailer doors and stuff like that not only that uh literally someone was caught taking a shit out there jeff pulls up there's a man over there popping a squat dropping a hot deuce and toilet paper was all over the range where he's come multiple times and this guy was literally just shitting on his property like literally drop trowel you heard it right drop trowel popped a squat and dropped a hot deuce and Jeff happened to be there. I believe the guy dropped a bigger deuce when he saw Jeff. Um, <laughs> you can't make this shit up, man. That's Beaufort County, Pitt County, Beaufort County shit for you. But, uh, you know, we put the gate up. No more people popping squats on, on Jeff's range. And, uh, yeah, we're, this is gonna be, we're gonna be putting in some uh, winter work time on uh on the range i know i said that last year or earlier this year and it never got done priority stuff we had the big rock and all that and we got a big rock again this year the fishing tournament the marlin tournament but uh we we're pretty pretty sure we're gonna get this thing cracking packed on precision so uh i'm trying to think if there was anything else i wanted to bring up um oh i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up that I'm thank God I'm not on social media, but the absolute clusterfuck that has apparently taken place on Facebook regarding a certain photo taken of a certain shooter at the AG Cup with his forehead or his chin resting on the barrel of his rifle, pointed straight up to his chin or to his forehead or whatever. That ain't a good look. Now, as dumb as a safety violation and as an egregious of a safety violation as that is, I mean, that's that's a DQ anywhere you go, period. That, I mean, I don't even know if that even justifies a warning. At bare minimum, like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Take your fucking head off your rifle before you blow it off. Uh, we're supposed to treat these rifles. Yes, you have a chamber flag again. Yes, you have the bolt back. But we are supposed to treat these rifles as if they are loaded. You wouldn't do that if I put a round in the chamber and ran that bolt forward. Would you sit there? No, you wouldn't. So you don't do it when there's not a round in the chamber and the bolt forward. That's the whole rule number one. Rule number one, all guns are loaded. So, yes, as bad and egregious as that offense was. 
I, I do feel that I would hate to be him. I'm not going to say his name. I don't know him. Now, personally, uh, I'm being honest. I don't personally know this person. Don't know him from Adam's dog. I uh, just know he's, you know, well, he's your typical person that would be at the AG Cup. You know, he's a good shooter, a really good shooter. And knew better. So he knows better than this. It's not like this guy's new to firearms. No, he's, he's you know, one of the best in the country, and that's why he's at the AG Cup. But uh, I would hate to be the guy that, like, I don't know the details of the of the story of pre and post that picture taken, but I, I have the looks of the picture. The man looks disheartened. And I'm just putting myself in a situation where I was like, I just bombed. Like, absolutely hiroshima that motherfucker. Bomb the stage. And then get off the stage, contemplating life decisions, or, like, at least match or stage decisions. Like, what the fuck just happened? What did I just do? Why did I eat a mile of dick on that stage? And in full depth contemplation and, and deep thought make an error such as that and I have to feel like I mean I wasn't there I have to feel like somebody's like hey yo fuck you doing dude like move your rifle what are you doing safe direction oh shit my bad damn it he's right I have to feel like that happened it may not have I don't know I have to feel, in my mind, I have to feel like that happened. And then only to get home. Like, I don't even know if the Bama even got home yet before the absolute internet shitstorm occurred. I, I don't know. I, I have to. He gets home, gets on Facebook, maybe, you know, perusing the internet. He didn't win, so he's like, oh, okay, well. You know, back to the drawing board for next year and uh, let my dog out right now. Come on, baby. Uh, you know, and then sees there's like 48 notifications on his Facebook page about, you know, that one moment of lapse of judgment. Now, mind you, it only takes one moment of lapse of judgment to have an accident and blow the top half of your brain pan off. I mean, that's, that's all it takes. But, and him be like, oh, fuck. I did not think that this would happen. You got American Rifle Series, who makes some of the most internet gold memes on the planet. Color me a fan, okay? Always have been. But they get a hold of it, and I mean... With, I'll say this. You can look at it one of two ways. You can either look at it as if you are the subject matter of an ARS meme. You are either beloved and they're just giving you like friendly ribbing or you fucked up. Like when you had the cheaters uh, last year, year before last, well, hell, about one a year, seems like. They get put on ARS meme uh, radar that ain't good. That ain't a good look. But like when like Frank or whomever else, whether it be, I don't know, Phil, I'm sure they've gotten Phil the meme before or something like that. 
that's all out of love and like just good gestures, humor, stuff like that. You know, me and my, me, CL and Jeff, no one gives me more shit than they do. And they love me. Like they're my, they're my brothers. And so, but I, I can't feel like this is what my man got. I, I feel like my man really got the other, uh, the real brunt end of the stick. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I really don't think that he expected that. And then, I mean, there were people wanting him banned from the PRS and, I mean, banned from this, that. Look, the man made a damn mistake. It, isn't, it wasn't like it was that. Now, if you get caught cheating, yeah, your ass ain't shooting matches. We're going to have lasers, like, you know, pew-pew laser cannons before ray guns before you're allowed to shoot in another match if i have something to say with it about it right this was a, an honest like lapse of judgment mistake now should he have been dq'd from the match yeah because i know my white ass would have got dq'd from that match had i been there shooting it or at any other match hell a fucking one day that don't mean shit yeah, I got DQ'd from it. You would have too. And I don't think that he asked not to be or anything like that. So I don't blame I don't blame the lack of him getting DQ'd on him. That would be probably the power just the decision the powers that be. But with that said, uh I also don't feel like my man should be banned from shooting matches for that mistake because I'll tell you what, what if somebody just happened to accidentally flag somebody else? And mind you, it was, it was his own head that the barrel was pointed at. I'm not trying to make light of what happened. I'm really not. This dog food you're hearing, sorry guys. But I will say that if how many times have people been DQ'd for a match for either flagging themselves or dropping their rifle on a prop? You didn't, if they got DQ'd, great. That was what the rules are. But you didn't ask for them to be banned from shooting matches, like, ever again. And it's not like he picked up a gun and pointed it like, hey, and, like, aimed it at someone intentionally. Yeah, DQ him, you ain't doing this shit no more. That's not what he did. It's not the same thing. But he definitely should have been DQ'd for the match because I know you and I would have. And it also just sets the precedent, hey, this shit's got consequences. You do some dumb shit like this, you're not shooting for the rest of the day. You pack your shit up, go crack open a beer because your day of shooting is over with. And your match fee's mine, right? That's the way it ought to be. You know, but here we are and then the internet shitstorm about the prs about shannon k i didn't read all of the you know a couple people went ham i uh i didn't read it all uh i've gotten little snippets of it because i have removed myself from that um town square if you will of the uh of the book face and uh everything else so i i don't know but it's uh hey it is it is what it is and it's going to be what it will be so if you don't like it buy the prs or start start one 
I'll shoot it. You start another one, I'll shoot it. As long as you got one anywhere near me, yeah, I'll shoot it. I, I'm not. A, I'm not even a PRS member, so I don't. I don't give two shits who owns the PRS or sells it or buys it or gives it away. I don't care as long as I've got matches to shoot, whether PRS, NRL, Outlaw, a regional, you know, whatever. I'll, I I just want to shoot. That's all I care about. And I think that's literally like 95% of shooters. They don't give a fuck. And the ones that do give a fuck are either bored or they're one of the guys that are like constantly winning matches, which, yeah, they have a vested interest, you know, because they're winning. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But either way, I had to, I had to bring, I had to bring that up. I had to bring it up. What? All right. Okay. Okay. One more thing I got to bring up. And that is something I should have brought up to Mike Burns when I had him on. The drama also on the internet of the PRS finale about the sandwiches. (laughs) My man, Patty. Pat, if you're listening to this, Patrick Young's folks, great shooter, great guy. What I I love shooting with Patrick and a phenomenal shooter and just even better of a guy. So if you went to the PRS finale and you paid however much money it was, I don't even remember what the entry fee was, but I know it's more than a normal match was. You you, you traveled all that way, you paid your air your airfare, your gas, your rental car, whatever, shooting the finale. The biggest match of the year. You get there, and your lunch is a dry-ass ham sandwich. (laughs) So, okay, the story is, in case anyone didn't get it, and I'm not on Facebook, so I'm not privy to all the good stuff, but enough was relayed to me because they're like, hey, Dave, you are missing it. (laughs) So... All Patrick did was make. I don't even remember what the meme was. I need to get. I need to get somebody to send me the meme. All the meme was about a sandwich. Like official lunch sponsor of the PRS. <laughs> so, and then oh my god, the internet fucking sucks so bad. All Patrick did was like it was like a picture of a sandwich. And it said, like, the official sponsor. (laughs) And the amount of fucking hate my man Patrick got. Uh, Patrick, the Just Episode podcast stands stands with Patrick. Patrick Strong. Because that's funny as fuck. Whether he didn't didn't even give a fuck. He wasn't, like, talking shit. He wasn't like, man, what the fuck? I pay all this money and you'll get a goddamn sandwich. I mean, no one's expecting to get filet mignon and uh, a, a glass of Perrier sparkling water, uh, you know, in a sports bottle. Uh, no, it was a funny thing. But you want to talk about it, you know, you'll be real about it. Then you would one would think because I know the matches that I have been to, two day matches that. I mean, they aren't, I mean, this is not the finale. It's just a two-day match. Whether it be Chick-fil-A or 
whether it be letting get a food truck with some bomb ass food or whatever, they have uh, um, you know a really good like lunch option, right? So guess what you would think at you know or someone cooking or you know get someone like uh, um, like Swanee out there cooking you know chicken halves or something like that. That's what you would think. But you got a sandwich. But if Patrick wasn't didn't even care, he just took the I mean the absolute layup, the the teed up, you know, T ball to get the home run of a joke with that meme. And the meme was so simple and and genius at the same time. And my man damn sh- just short got death threats because of it. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck, man? Like, at that point, if I was, I was like, all right, that's enough internet for me today. Like, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't cope with this internet bullshit with, with all this going on. So, I, that's just me, A, not being at the finale, B, not being on Facebook, C, not reading everything that was said or whatever. I know Patty didn't say, Patty was like, what the fuck y'all mad about? It was just a stupid fucking meme. Like, I, I don't even give a fuck about the sandwich. I just, I do wish that I had known it was going to be a sandwich because I'd have made my own food, uh, you know, and been happy, been fine. Uh, you didn't have to provide me food. Like, I could have provided myself food had I known that that's what was going to be provided. I would have chose to make my own. Hey, real recognize real. Like, that's exactly, that's fine. That's uh, There's nothing wrong with saying that. But people acting like he just literally just took a steaming dump on the PRS. He loves the PRS. He's I mean, he shoots a ton of fucking... PRS matches and he's really good and he wins stuff and he I mean y'all y'all gotta chill out my man Patty which I know it's already been said and done it's been weeks ago but I I was remiss by not bringing it up with with Mike because Mike was there and I've I've just I've been thinking about it I needed to take that opportunity so anyway that's enough rambling for a truck cast today guys um, it actually went a lot longer than I anticipated but I'm glad it did to give you guys something to listen to. So, uh, yep, just uh, stay tuned. I got some other guests lined up. Um, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of waiting to get through the holidays. Um, and uh, after that, I'll get back rolling with some guests and stuff like that because I've already got some lined up. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for all the support, downloads. Uh, comment, like, share, all that crap, especially like and comment because that helps pick up. My goal is to be on the, when you go to podbean.com and the, the discover section, you go to like sports or whatever to my like you got frank galley you got everyday sniper up there it's one of the top like eight or so podcast one day my podcast will be up there and to do that it needs it it needs the interaction with with the listeners whether it be the downloads would be the comments the likes all that stuff so anyway y'all guys help me out uh, we got some other stuff coming too guys some some little bit of little, little some something swag nothing big but uh anyway um as always i appreciate the support guys and uh if you got any questions or whatever don't forget to comment or you can email me just fn send it pc at gmail.com appreciate it guys bye